The stench was terrible, of piss-soaked wool, wet ashes and death, that sweet, foul, clinging odor of burnt flesh, excrement, and human hair. Jean-Louis Saint-Cyr let his gaze drift over the corpses that lay in two great mounds of what had once been the curtained doorways to the foyer. Some, too, were scattered about the charred, soaked seats that now lay in ruins under ice. Some had tried repeatedly to force the exit doors. There were corpses there, too, lots of them, trampled again, and one could see how that seething mass of terrified humanity had run to those doors and then had tried to escape through the foyer. Louis, how the hell are we supposed to go about sorting this thing out? demanded Kohler angrily. Herman was looking desperate and ill behind a blue polka dot bandana that had been soaked in cheap toilet water and disinfectant. Contrary to popular belief, many Bavarians were known to have weak stomachs, this one especially. Concerned about him, Saint-Cyr nudged his partner's arm. Try not to think too much about the loss of so many more you. Try to go carefully, eh? Huh? Remember, we don't have to pull them apart. Not us. Others. Louis was always saying things like that. A chief inspector of the Sûreté Nationale and a detective of long standing. He was the other half of their flying squad, such as it was, and always seeming to be on the run. Verdammt! It's nearly Christmas, Louis. Giselle and Una, they were expecting me to be at home in Paris for the holiday. Ah, merde! No concern for his partner. And how, really, were they to begin? wondered Saint-Cyr, wishing he was elsewhere and looking desperately around at the carnage, telling himself that Herman was better off, if a little angry. It helped the stomach. One couple clung in a last, desperate act of love. Ice encased everything, and the fire that had come before had removed all but scraps of clothing. Even the woman's garter belt was gone, the elastic, adding its tiny contribution to the conflagration, the wires now embedded in her thighs. Others had cringed under the seats, covering their heads and trying to protect their faces. Still others had been trampled by their fellow human beings. Now those who had done the trampling lay atop the piles of tangled bodies, their stark, empty-eyed expressions caught and kept by death in the encasing ice. A cinema, the palace of pleasure of the beautiful celluloid. Whoever had set the fire, and it had been set, and made certain of the carnage. Both fire doors had been padlocked, though not, he thought, by the arsonist. The cinema had been packed two days before Christmas 1942, a Wednesday evening performance. The fire set about 9.15 Berlin time. The city of Lyon, the German occupation of France, but not a cinema reserved for the Wehrmacht, not one of the Soldatenkinos, railway workers and their families, humble people, little people, loyal fans, the film, a favorite of all railway workers, La Bête Humaine, The Human Beast.